Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to have joining us today award-winning produce manager Chris DeMarie and vice president of produce and floral Jeff Cady from Tops Markets. Chris has been recognized by the International Fresh Produce Association this year as part of its prestigious Retail Produce Manager Awards program, which is just a huge, huge honor. So congratulations, Chris. Always wonderful to see you again, Jeff. And welcome to you both to the Produce Retail Podcast. Thank you very much for having us. Absolutely. So, Chris, I'll start you with a real easy one here. How did you get started in the world of produce? I actually um, had no intention of, I had no aspiration of produce whatsoever. Um, My brother-in-law at the time, uh, Joe Miller, he was a assistant produce manager at Hamburg in which is our flagship store, the Hamburg New York store. And he said, Hey, we need some help. So I, I just went and started working there part-time. Um, and I, I found a passion for it right away. I mean, I was 18 years old, 23 years ago. Um, that's the only job I've ever had is being a produce guy. Um, I, I, I found a passion for it right away. And I, at that store, you don't know anything but hard work um, there. It's a very, very, it's number two in the, in the company now, but it was at the time, it was the number one volume store in the company and it was intense and you learned right away how to become efficient and how to do your job well. And there, there really was no option for that. And um, I got good at, at what I did pretty quick. Um, I worked I worked for about eight months as the closer guy in produce, like a one thirty to ten closer guy. And after that, um, another a, another produce manager had come to the store to help out because the current produce manager was kind of struggling, and he was a, a kind of got titled as a co-manager and he he saw some potential in me his name's daryl milks i'm pretty sure he still works at at the warehouse now he's i think he's a produce inspector still um he said hey you know i see a lot of potential in you how would you like to work full time here but you're gonna be the overnight setup guy i'm like okay well i i'll give that a go um so I started doing that six days a week, overnight, 12 to 30 overnight. And I kind of made a name for myself because I was the only guy there. And every day, you know, everybody walked in in the morning, the department was golden and, and things were beautiful. And, you know, everyone was happy. And it kind of, my reputation started to precede me um, for the quality of my work and the efficiency of my work. And, um, I, I moved on to bigger and better things. Um, Daryl actually had moved uh, not too long after that to the Dunkirk store. And he was he was there for about a year. And I did the overnight thing for about a year. And then he said, hey, um, I'm going to transfer to a different store. You're going to replace me. I, I actually, and I, I don't know if I should say this because I... I but I never 
even applied for the job that I'm in. <laughs> I never put an application <laughs> in. <laughs> I actually got a, a, a phone call. I was on vacation and I got a phone call from our district manager at the time, Joe Salab. And he said, hey, when you come back from vacation, you are going to be reporting to Dunkirk as the produce manager. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and that was it. And here I am 20 years later. Uh, I'm still I'm still there. Wow. That's remarkable. So you said you found the passion for produce early on. What what appealed to you most? Because what, what you described, especially earlier, there, that's not easy work. So it wasn't like a nice, easy thing that no. appealed to you. What did you like about that hard work? It is definitely not easy work. Um, in fact, I've never worked in a, a low, lower volume environment. Everything, I've, it's always been mid to high volume. So I've never had that kind of easy day. I never have an easy day. Um, the, the work is, I feel like it's rewarding. Um, honestly, I, I think, um, I like to think of myself as a, a provider of good things to people. And, um, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of challenges in this business that, and just retail in general, there's so many different variables and challenges. And I have always aspired to try to use the challenges that are, that I'm faced with as, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it as, um, incentive to try to persevere. Um, I really like the merchandising aspect of things. And I think that I've become a, a very skilled merchandiser. And that's, you know, either you're successful at, at being a good merchandiser and you learn how to be a good merchandiser or you're not successful. There's, there's, if you can't merchandise properly, you will, you just can't be successful because um, you need to be able to adjust to any situation. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw my own company under the bus at all, but um, often don't we do will, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, often like we will get the spot buys or market deals or whatever distributions of product that we didn't order for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter. And if you want to be successful financially, especially, you need to be able to react to those items and get them out on display and get them in people's faces in creative and interesting and attractive ways to move that product. Otherwise, you you will end up a financial failure. Um, and, and there's a lot of instances of, of things like that, that I think the people that are in this business that are not super successful. They're not as reactive enough at making those things happen. But I know I'm, I'm really strained, but um, the answer to your question is I, I, I'm very passionate about persevering against my challenges. And I, I, I find inspiration from that. There's, there's a lot of challenges in this business and I like to, I'm up for the challenge. I'm always up for the challenge. And I like to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired to 
try and conquer whatever adversity is in my way. And I think in this industry, in this business and retail and produce, there's, there's a lot of that. And I, I, every day I come in and, and I'm excited for the challenge. I mean, if it's a staffing, uh, logistics, uh, uh, product issues, whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the day holds and I'm excited to, uh, face those challenges it sounds like you really embrace the uh the variety and the uncertainty and the just the unexpected every day because that is that's what produce is every single day there's something different right jeff most definitely yeah that's that's what that's what fuels us that's what keeps us coming back yeah variety is the spice of life and and (laughs) fortunately for us we live the life of produce so that's right now, Jeff, I know that Tops has had a number of, of folks recognized it through this program over the years. What is it about Chris that that set him apart for you all to put to put forth the nomination for him this year? Well, you know, uh, he had the, the thrill, I guess, of a, his store was uh, under uh, remodel. Right, Chris? That, yeah. yeah. So I went through a I went through a remodel, which I really got to you know spend some more time at the store hear all the good things about Chris, what he was doing. And then, you know, you'd walk in and you'd see the results and, and you know, he goes in and all these things he's speaking about is, is what, what, what you see, you know, what you see is what you get, you know, you walk the walk, you talk the talk. And, and Chris does that every day. He takes that passion and, and, and delivers and delivers for the company. And, you know, the great thing about the, you know, the remodel and you, you get, you know, you get to growth right off the bat as a rule. He sustained that, built on it, and, and made that one of our most successful stores and one of our most successful openings. I think I was just, in fact, I was in a leadership meeting. It wasn't, uh, maybe it was last week or the week before, where they, they actually, actually called out how great that store is doing, and in particularly produce. So, so kudos, Chris. Excellent. And as I was reading the little blurb that IFPA put out, um, just kind of a little summary of, of some of the different things you've been doing over the last year, Chris, one of the areas that they mentioned in particular was really revamping the the Hispanic offering at your store and how those learnings were able to, to be taken and implemented in some of the other stores as well. So can you tell me a little bit the story of, of that endeavor for you and and then I'll have Jeff speak too on kind of the the broader impact of it across the the organization. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um so when I came to Dunkirk 20 years ago, we we sold some roots and we sold some green bananas and some plantains, but it was we were literally selling a couple boxes a week maybe um and it was on a flat table with some old bushel baskets, busted up bushel baskets. And it was, it was nothing. It was legitimately an afterthought category. There was nothing to it. We, we really made minimal effort. And over the years we have built and built and built on that category. And we had expanded it a little bit prior to the remodel. I mean, we, we had expanded a lot prior to the remodel, but um, over the years, we had expanded it more and more. And I really, something kind of clicked at some point where I'm like, you know, this category is really growing, like really growing. And when we started talking about the remodel and the opportunity that we had, I, I was looking at past remodels and, and things like 
um, the way that we set fixtures and, you know, there's kind of a standard with the, with the remodel on the kind of fixtures that we use for categories. And we had the, the potato table is, is a three tiered kind of long fixture. And I said, you know, I could make the root category look really cool on that. I could make something really neat out of that display. And instead of just putting it on flat bins, because there really isn't a ton of fixture options for, for a category like that. It's dirty and messy and it's it's like a, a bulk potato. I mean, it's just dirty inherently. So, you know, there's not a ton of options to make that look really impressive. So I thought this tall, long fixture would look really pretty neat. Um, with that category on it. So we came up with a plan and it took a couple couple tries to to make it look interesting. But um, because really most of the items in that category, it's all brown. So to get some color in there and to get some some eye appeal, uh, it took a few tries and we came up with a pretty, pretty cool layout and that customer base, they love it. Uh, I, it's unfortunate. We've challenged the uh, logistics because we all our, where we source all of our stuff is New York Produce. We've challenged their logistics a little bit to um, try to be able to get us more often the product, but they only deliver once a week. So usually by the end of our truck time frame the the thing is blown up and it's it's tough to manage you know you almost want it to be blown up if you can only get one delivery a week you know you want a good turn on it so um that is a little bit of a challenge to to manage that smoothly but um as far as the category grows it goes we've we've grown that from you know we were selling maybe $500 a week. And now we're doing about $10,000 a month out of that, off of that fixture. So it's, it's pretty, it's been a, a big growth for sure. I love Chris that even, even as you recount kind of the, the growth over the years and the, in the recent progress, you're still looking at the next thing, like this is the next thing we can improve. And this is the next thing to make it a little bit better and a little bit better. Yeah, Jeff, for is sure. that something you, you see often from Chris, I'm guessing? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's how you continue to get better. The, the folks in the field, the front lines, those are where most of the answers lie. Right. It's just up, up you know, up to us and in the office to, to hear that information and try to figure out a way to, to make it better and make those improvements where we can. And something else I've I've noticed over the years is, you know, folks who are, are recognized with this program generally are are you know, doing a great job with their people and on their own team, but also influencing the broader organization as well. Jeff, what kind of influence have you seen from Chris as far as training um, throughout the the produce, you know, section of the organization? Well, I'm sure just as Chris came up through the organization and through, as he mentioned, uh, some folks he worked with are in, in different positions down the organization. Chris has done the same thing. I mean, there's folks that are probably scattered throughout your your district, right, in the region, Chris, that you've probably impacted. He's impacted their their lives, their careers. And that that's, you know, really what, you know, we like, right? Success and that type of passion yields uh, yields further 
further things like that. And Chris does a great job at that. You can see how he presents himself. And, uh, you know, if you, if you're, you're an associate or someone who works with Chris, I'm sure that you, you'd gravitate to that and, you know, you would be better for it. Excellent. And Chris, what would you consider some of your biggest accomplishments of, of 2022? Um, I think in general, the, the remodel for us was, huge um we gave our store such an incredible facelift um as soon as the very first day and as this goes back to my challenge piece the very first day that rick and bob the the two produce specialists came into the store for the to start the remodel stuff i told them that this was going to be the smoothest remodel that they have ever had said don't you guys worry i I, we got this and I, it was, and I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that my whole nomination for all of this was totally based on that, was that we were up for the challenge and we truly made that whole experience so smooth and so effective and efficient. Um, the facelift that we gave our store and our my the, the, the department was incredible. I mean, it is so nice to work with new equipment and so nice to work with new fixtures and and to be able to provide an awesome presentation to, to customers um every day and and people notice i mean customers walking in that yeah, there's still people we're we just past a year of our remodel anniversary and there's still people that walk in that haven't been in the store in a couple of years and they're like holy cow this place looks amazing like it's just it's we've been able to maintain it and i think that that's a really big accomplishment is our ability to maintain um, the, and we're, we're a pretty high volume store. So we, we take a pretty solid beating day in and day out. And we've, I think we've done really well in maintaining that, that look of, of really trying to um, be right out there for the customer and, and be impressive still. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as accomplishments, I think we've, we've grown a couple categories to ridiculous heights, like we said that the Hispanic category is has been a tremendous win for us. Um, also the cut fruit category. So we we kind of, when we did our remodel, we relocated the cut fruit category from the outside wall, kind of front and center in front of the door. It's really in a much more focal location. And that category, which as I'm sure you know, is incredibly profitable. Um, has exploded to huge, huge heights. And uh, we are in the top five. I mean, we're we're like top 12 total sales in the store, but we're like top five in cup fruit. And we're al- almost always number one in our district of cup fruit sales. And um, my cup fruit girl, she does an awesome job. And, you know, I, I, I want to say that it's my accomplishment, but it's, it's, just not really my accomplishment. She does a really good job and um, she makes more money than she even realizes for us because that, that category is so profitable and it's so cool how, how successful we really are at that because it, it covers a lot of sins when you can have a profitable category um, be so successful and it helps us take all the risks. You know, we, we, you're making, you know, $8,000 a month in 
pure profit out of cut fruit, you, you can take some other merchandising risks and it, you can really get out there and, and be a little bit more adventurous with your merchandising and, and displaying so that you can impress more customers. And I wanted to ask for a little more detail on two of those things that you mentioned. When, what gave you the confidence when the folks came in to do the remodel to tell them this is going to be the most seamless, you know, remodel experience <laughs> that you guys have had? What What was in place that you're like, I know this is going to go great? I I think I have developed over the years uh, a very strong core team. And uh, we are often, I mean, uh, we are all the time, but um, we are one of the highest sales per man hour um, departments in the company. So our, our payroll is um, much lower than the average store of our volume. Um, we have, we are very efficient and I think that we have um, developed a really good bond and a really strong, strong group of people. And I knew, I, I knew that we were going to be effective when they came to start the remote. And, uh, you know, we, we got a little bit of cockiness in there for sure. Um, I, I just, we were confident that we were going to be able to make this happen and make it smooth. And, um, I really didn't want, I didn't want a lot of outside help and cause they, they bring a lot of produce people down and for these remodels to help, you know, do things. I, I really told Bob, the, the specialist, I said, I really don't want all these people in here. I just want to do our thing. You tell me what you, your expectations are and we'll make it happen. Um, and we, and we did, we followed through with everything and I'm confident that we were their smoothest remodel ever. Excellent. And I was curious too on, on the cut fruit, cause that's another thing that, you know, we hear a lot of conversation about it in, in the industry. This has been, you know, a, a huge growth category, I think for a lot of folks across the board, I'm curious about some of like the details of doing fresh cut really well, because so I remember one example I, I heard from somebody once I was walking a store and the gentleman with me said, okay, see in, in this, in this item, the, the pieces are, are being cut too big. We're giving them a fork. We're not giving them a knife, right? Mm -hmm. What are some of the other kind of little details that go into doing a program like that really well? Everything in the cut fruit program is workmanship and presentation. Everything. Those items sell themselves if they look right. So yes, you're absolutely right. If you have a big chunk of watermelon that will never even fit in your mouth, it's not, it's not right. And ensuring that that is right all the time, it is a challenge and you have to have the right person to do that. You know, we, there's been trouble with, um, with carrot quality, baby, just an example with baby carrot quality for a couple of years now. I mean, it's really been this lingering issue of either they're coming in kind of too wet or kind of dried out. And if you're putting those in your vegetable trays, they're never going to sell. And having that eye to make sure that you're putting the right product in there and it and the, the visual appearance is right. Uh, it, it's everything. 
And that goes with all of produce. I mean, the the, the old saying, I appeal is by appeal. It, it really, truly holds some value. I, you have to have the right presentation or it's just not going to work. And Jeff, what are some other things that come to mind for you when you think about what Chris has accomplished uh, in this this year leading up to to this award for my FPA? Yeah, you know, you you, you know, you, from my desk, you're sitting and you're looking at, at sales. You're looking at top line sales. You're looking at, at financial results, and, and all those boxes are checked. I think a lot of the things that you know, you talk about some of those key categories that he's able to sustain and grow on, which is certainly you know very very important and impressive, right? Uh, for you know to be able to do that. You know, the comment you know you mentioned about the uh, you know how you would go in there and you'd manage the place and 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 you know manage your opening and make it smooth. Listen, the produce manager manager is the second part of that, and and managing is a different skill than it is pro. Right? There's produce, and then there's manager. They they are yes, it's one, of them, but it's not. Chris has that knack for 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 managing the situation, and that's why he's able to make things go smooth. So, you know, all those things. Right? If you're getting financials. You know, you've been able to uh, manage your team, make things smooth and, and, and continue to impress customers and all those things. And and really be, you know, one of those folks out there that are helping us fight the fight. Right. And giving us feedback. And then, you know, you can sit there and say, hey, you respect what Chris says. When he says you're going, all right, I'm good. We need to do something here. Right. It's not it's not a complaint. It's he's giving you constructive feedback and, you know, things that you can take to, to make everybody's life easier. So that, that's the type of person he is. Now, Jeff, Chris and I were talking a little bit before the call here, and this will be his, his first trade show he's been to when he goes to the, the big IFPA show here in October. What are you most excited for him to get out of that experience? Well, I think probably a lot of people say it, but I mean, the, the sheer, size uh, of the show so many vendors and you can and i'm excited for him to see all you know you you've got 80 tomato people and you know 80 apple people and you know then you kind of just were i'm hoping that when you know when you see i'm excited for him to see it and then he can help be that that voice to the you know the, the store teams when he comes back and says yeah it'll give him an understanding he can maybe pass some of that information on so i'm excited for him to learn it I know he'll communicate it and, and help us, you know, continue to move the ball forward with the store teams and, and internally too. So. And Chris, how did you find out that you got this award? Uh, my district manager had called me and told me that I was nominated or that I was, I'm sorry, not nominated, that I was the produce manager of the year for tops. And, but he didn't, he didn't never said anything about the, the nomination. And, um, I would say it was probably a week later, Jeff called me at the store and he was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that, uh, we're, we're nominating you for the IFPA, um, produce award. And I was, I was floored. I, I really, I had no idea. I thought I was just the, the top sports manager of the year. Um, I, I, I had no idea that I was even going to get nominated for something like this. And um, it, is, it is truly an honor to to be able to receive this award because I as a produce manager, I don't think there is any higher um, 
award that you could receive. Um, This is, um, there's nowhere else to go. This is such an honor to, to get this award. And um, we're really excited about it. I, 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 I am. I'm so excited. It's an awesome. <laughs> it's an awesome thing to uh, to have this opportunity, and I'm, I'm we're very excited for the trip and the whole experience. I, I I can't say enough about how how excited we really are. Excellent. Well, Chris, Jeff, anything I should be asking that I'm not, or anything you all wanted to add before we wrap it up today? From my end, I think you've hit all the the pertinent questions. And as you can see by Chris's response, it's probably exactly what you were looking for. <laughs> what I'm sure that many of the folks are, are feeling. And, and you know, um, while we talk just real quick. So, you know, in, in years past, it had been, you know, the top, uh, the top 25 folks in, uh, you know, in the country or not in the country, actually in the continent, basically, right. Produce managers. And now it was down to 15. So, uh, I know you already feel proud, but again, the field's even smaller and you made it. So, uh, yeah, it is something to be truly proud of. And, yeah, there is no higher accolade um, for sure when it, when it comes to what you do. And, then you know, it's really proud of, you know, what you've accomplished. And I really look forward, you know, spending time with Chris and spending time with you, Chris, at the, uh, the show. Not just showing you the sheer size of the industry, but maybe you can see some of the inside, you know, where you can hear, see us talking to the vendors and things like that, and kind of what we're up against. And, hey, you never know in the future, you could be walking that show in another role. Who knows? So. For sure. Yep. Awesome. All right, guys. I will let you get back to your afternoon. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Chris, congratulations again. Um very, very neat. I know you said you've been at your store 20 years now. What a fantastic uh, career highlight for you. And so thank you. Thank you again. Thanks to our listeners. And we'll see everybody again next week on the Produce Retail Podcast. <laughs>